This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. First and goal at the four. Henry back in at running back. Single back. Tannehill under center. Barking out the signals. Woods in motion. The give is to Henry. Tries the left side. Derek Henry into the end zone for a Titans touchdown. 13-6 Tennessee on the four-yard touchdown plunge for Derrick Henry, his 10th of the year. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Play-by-play call courtesy of the Titans Radio Network. Titans, like a big season from Derrick Henry this year. You know, the signing of DeAndre Hopkins signals Tennessee. Plans on competing. It'll likely be Ryan Tannehill starting at least uh, at least the first half of the season. We'll see how things are going, and it won't be Will Levis or Malik Willis starting for Tennessee. Uh, we're going to talk the running backs in the AFC and NFC South in just a second. Coming up next hour, Colin Wilson, Ross Tucker, and Joey Kanish. Our golf bets, soccer bets, and baseball bets coming up final hour, power hour of the show. But for now, we continue on with the props as we celebrate football, AFC and NFC South at the running back position. Will, at BetMGM, we've got four running backs in the AFC South listed with yardage props. They are Derrick Henry, Tennessee, Jonathan Taylor, Indianapolis, Travis Etienne, Jacksonville, and Damian Pierce of the Houston Texans. And I think pretty notable that Houston, I know they signed Devin Singletary. Singletary's kind of like Jag, like just a guy. Like, I don't think Singletary is that great. I think this profiles is kind of like Damian Pierce's backfield this year for Houston. Here's where the numbers are at Derrick Henry, uh, 1,150 and a half rushing yards, nine and a half touchdowns. Worth noting, Derrick Henry about to turn 30 years old. Travis Etienne, 949 and a half rushing yards, six and a half rushing touchdowns. The Jaguars adding Tank Bigsby. Uh, in the first couple rounds of the NFL draft on day two. So running back competition for Travis Etienne. Damian Pierce, 899 and a half rushing yards to go along with five and a half rushing touchdowns. And Jonathan Taylor, about 1,200 and a half rushing yards for the Indianapolis Colts lead running back. Will, wherever you want to take it on the end, the AFC South running backs, any bets you'd like to make? I know that you, each day you ask me like, all right, Give me, a, give me your favorite bets, and I just list information for all four of the players involved. And I'm sorry for that, but I'm going to do it again anyway because I have thoughts on everything and like to talk. Um, great. Taylor, I think, is interesting. Yeah, right. We got time to kill. Taylor, I think, is interesting because you have Anthony Richards in there now with, you know, with the, the analytics, the eye test, everything backs it up. When you add a running quarterback, a mobile quarterback who is going to be schematically designed to run the football, you know, out of whether it's out of shotgun, read option, whatever it is, it benefits the running back. It it, it takes away a defender, forces him to cover. You know, it, it the the math bears it out. 
So Jonathan Taylor, that should be better. If the Colts offensive line, which has a lot of talent on it, can bounce back to the unit we thought it was in this Shane Steichen offense, then you have to be pretty confident about Taylor. But that's a big number, especially a guy you know, he, coming off injury. I, I'm a little hesitant on Taylor. Um, the ones I like, Henry's rushing touchdowns, like the guy just gets the rock in the red zone. That's what he does. If he's healthy and plays 17 games, he will score 10 rushing touchdowns. That is, to me, a no-brainer, uh, unless, you know, it's, it's a trade situation or, or Levis starts because the Titans are just terrible. Um, that rushing touchdown number is high, but Henry's going to get there if he plays the entire season. Then the other two guys, ETN and Pierce, I think are being undervalued in terms of their pure um, bell callish ability for, those, for their respective offenses. ETN should go over a thousand yards rushing easily. Uh, Pete Prisco, I, I can't remember if he said it yesterday here or if it was on the pick six pod that we had to do the Jaguars with, but he said, and this, frankly, it may have, he may have moved the number. I mean, I don't want to give Pete too much credit, but he said that Bigsby's going to get a lot of work near the goal line. They struggled there last year. They wanted to get somebody who can pound the ball in. Uh, they don't know that ETN is necessarily that guy. And I think, you know, if you look at him, it, it, it checks out. That's why the under is minus 160 on six and a half rushing touchdowns. So if you want to lay that, Probably a good look, but I like the over on Pierce and ETN rushing yards. I think they're not being given full credit for how they're going to be featured in their respective offenses. So I get, I, I'll agree with you on Damian Pierce. I think the, the Texans, again, kind of signal what they're looking to do with the running back position by like only bringing in Devin Singletary, who's fine. But I mean, Damian Pierce is better. Yeah. Damian Pierce is going to be the number one running back on this team where, and again, like, you know, I think you did a good job bringing this up yesterday, right? Well, um, that there are, bets you could make now and there are bets that you could make right before the season starts right so kind of like yep. let's see what happens in in preseason and in training camp like is Devin Singletary going to be the I don't think it's going to happen but let's kind of see like what's going to happen with Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary but if Pierce as I suspect and I think a lot of people suspect if Pierce is going to be the number one running back and Singletary is going to be more of like the change of pace guy play like every couple series and Pierce is the guy getting you know like 15 to 20 carries a game uh he, he's he, he's going to go over 900 rushing yards. Texans have a good offensive line, like smart coaching staff. I like that Damian Pierce over. Um, we can get to Henry rushing yards and Taylor rushing yards, but on ETN, I I would not bet the over on ETN. I would only bet an under on Travis ETN rushing yards. Uh, hmm. I like ETN, but he's not great in the pass game. Pete saying that Bigsby, and presumably it's going to be Bigsby that gets the work down by the goal line right in favor of ETN. Yeah. Where e ETN is, I think ETN's best used, and I guess it doesn't really matter what I think, it matters what the Jaguars think, but I think they're telling you what they think by, by drafting Bigsby early, that he's you know part probably part of a committee and not like a true workhorse every down running back. Um, 949 and a half, I'd definitely go under there on ETN. He's also not a great pass-catching running back. Are we sure that he's going to be the guy that's in the game uh, in, in third and long situations, is he going to be playing on two minute? Or do we know that for a fact? I don't think we know that. Um, I would only play an uh, under. Pete, Pete, on Pete insinuated just, just for whatever it's worth, Pete insinuated that they're going to try and get ETN more involved in the passing game this year, that that's going to be a point of emphasis yeah, well, we'll for the Jaguars. But ETN said, remember, Urban, Urban Meyer drafted in the first round was like, I mean, this guy's going to be my Percy Harvin. And ETN was like, I don't like catching the ball. I'm not really good at it. And it's not really my strength. And Urban's like, don't worry, dude, line up at slot he immediately like broke because he was doing a bunch of stuff physically that he'd never done before just another hallmark of urban meyer's like horrendous tenure the worst in the history of professional football uh it was really bad and then etn was like you know what i'd rather do than 
deal with Urban Meyer. I'm gonna get this Liz Frank. And I'll, and I'll see you next year in 2022. I'm out. And didn't didn't play his rookie season, obviously. So I'm not saying that ETN can't have a good year. Just that I, I wouldn't bet him to go over 1,000 rushing yards this year. Again, I think the Jaguars kind of signaled some intent with the drafting of Tank Bigsby that I don't think this is like the, like the Travis ETN solo show this year for the Jaguars in the backfield. Derrick Henry, 1,150 and a half rushing yards. Jonathan Taylor, 1,200 and a half rushing yards. Taylor last year, like, Season kind of derailed, obviously, both by what was a atrocious offense, by Jeff Saturday coming in as the interim coach. Also had a high ankle sprain, missed six games. So I don't think last year, like, fully reflective of what, like, Jonathan Taylor is as a running back. I have major questions about this offense with Anthony Richardson. Um, obviously, this offensive line is not as good as it's been in the past. We actually saw it totally crumble last year. I don't think Chris Ballard's done a great job with this offensive line. I think it's hard for me to get really bullish about Jonathan Taylor. Like. I was thinking about it today. Who would I rather take in a fantasy draft? Tony Pollard or Jonathan Taylor? It's not even close for me. I'd rather have Pollard. And Taylor's going way ahead of Pollard in fantasy drafts. Like, I, I'm not that bullish on Jonathan Taylor this year. And Derek. So Henry, you're saying straight up you'd rather have Pollard than Taylor? I'd rather have Pollard. Who would you rather have, Tony Pollard or Jonathan Taylor in fantasy? Well, their ADPs is a no-brainer. I mean, I think Taylor can still be awesome, and you know the Colts' offensive line could bounce back. But I think who closes I, the year? With I'm more probably more excited points. about Tony, Tony Pollard. Pollard. Who has more fantasy points when the year is over, Pollard or Taylor? I think Pollard right now. I think. I I think I would take Pollard. All how about this? Maybe like Taylor's like average is more, but I think the ceiling for Pollard is higher than it is for Jonathan Taylor. I. And, like, with fantasy football, you want to roll the dice and go for league winners. Yeah. I don't know that Jonathan Taylor this year is a league winner. Tony Pollard might be a league winner. And with Henry— Colts, Colts, I, also, Colts also way more likely to be playing from behind and being forced to throw and not pounding the ball with Jonathan Taylor versus the Cowboys, who, by just by virtue of their win total, want to run uh, the more likely— Run the Mike McCartney here to run the damn football. Kellen wants to light up the scoreboard. I'm trying to—I'm trying to— Run the damn ball and get my defense off the field. So I have so, no idea what my Mike McCarthy accent is at this point. I have no idea. So yeah, it kind of like morphed into something weird there at the end. I'm gonna ask you to do it at some point so I can try to assess what it is. So Taylor, I'd only look at an under. Derrick Henry, one thousand. He was a drunk farmer. Rushing yards. It was. Yeah, I'm from New York. I'm not sure I know what that sounds like. Um, the Henry number feels really low. The Titans also drafted Ty J Spears. I feel like they've been trying to find like an adequate number two running back behind Henry for quite some time. The offensive line is not going to be good. And Henry's about to turn 30. I think it's probably just a no bet as opposed to an under because he's still a beast, obviously. And like, I like could go for 1200 yards. I will. I actually think the only over I'm interested in out of this entire division, AFC South, at running back is Damian Pierce. And I wouldn't even make it now. If I had to, I'd go under ETN, Henry, and Jonathan Taylor if you made me do it right now on Wednesday, July 26th. Let's not forget that of these four running backs, all four of them have missed significant time in the past two years with an injury. So if you're taking an over on rushing yards, and I think what the uh, the Jags nine and a half wins – Texans are probably, I think the Texans are six and a half now. Colts are probably five and a half. And the Titans are six and a half. You were talking about 
Now, granted, these teams play each other, run a little bit more in those spots, but you're talking about a lot of teams that won't be favored in a lot of games and could end up throwing the ball more. And again, ETN missed his entire rookie year. I blame Urban Meyer for the injury because he made him do stuff he'd never done before. Um, Derrick Henry has an insane amount of carries over the last three years. Damian Pierce dealt with injuries, and Jonathan Taylor dealt with injuries last year. That cost him several games. The running back position is difficult. We like the offensive lines for some of these teams. The Jags are very intriguing, but they have rookie, you know, rookies are involved, or young players are involved, or all rookies involved. Titans, as you mentioned, are dead last in Brandon Thorne's rankings. The Colts have big names with Quentin Nelson, et cetera, et cetera, but haven't been great the last couple of years. And, you know, the Texans, we think, are pretty good. But, again, like, probably an underrated unit, and we're sort of buying into the Bobby Slovic stuff. I just think there are – where to, to the point you just made that I made yesterday, you probably want to wait because these numbers aren't going to shoot up. Like Damian Pierce isn't good. You know, if Devin Singletary gets hurt, maybe you jump on the Damian Pierce over, right? That'd be a different story. Um, but with Taylor, Etienne, and Henry, these numbers aren't going to go flying up much higher, and you run the risk of them suffering an injury in the in training camp, in the preseason, you know, and, and then all of a sudden your bet is done before it even begins. I'm even looking at the Texans' depth chart. Oh, my God. The running back depth chart for the Texans behind Damian Pierce. Uh, one time Miami Dolphins deep sleeper running back, who I had in a dynasty league, and, like, he didn't even make the team, is uh, Garrett or Jared, G-E-R-R-I-D, Garrett Dotes is on this Texans running back uh, depth chart. <laughs> I was going to say Along Lamar with- Miller. <laughs> so, dude, Lamar Miller has been retired for like 15 years. Uh, Dare Agunwale is also on this Texans depth chart. And then I don't think I've been playing. I've actually been playing fantasy football literally, literally since the 90s. Since like the mid 90s, I have been playing fantasy football. And I don't think there is any name that I see that gives me more fantasy football PTSD than the third running back on the depth chart. For the Houston Texans. Let me take you back in time. 2019, year one, you better, you bet. Week 16, fantasy football Super Bowl. Prior to the schedule expanding to uh, to 18 games, week 16 was the fantasy football Super Bowl. Monday night football in Minnesota. The Green Bay Packers traveling to play the Minnesota Vikings. Hurt for Minnesota, Dalvin Cook. Also hurt for Minnesota, Alexander Madison. Enter... Preseason training camp stud. Mike, Mike Boone? Boone. Oh, yeah. That year, I played Mike Boone over Brashad Perriman, who caught like a touchdown and went for 100 yards on a Saturday Tampa Houston game with Jameis Winston and Deshaun Watson. Mike Boone played maybe one or two series before they pulled his ass out of the game because he absolutely sucks and cost me a fantasy football championship. So really, we think Mike Mike Boone and Devin Devin Singletary are threats to Damian Pierce on this Texans running back group. Is the Damian Pierce show? Eight ninety nine and a half. They put Dave, they he, put Damian he, Pierce on the tickets. They put him on the tickets. He's the guy. He makes it healthy to week one, and this is the number. This is an easy over on Damian Pierce. I wouldn't bet any other over on any of these Texans running backs or any of these AFC South running backs. Damian Pierce is an easy click. Assuming that he makes it healthy to week number one against the Baltimore Ravens. Easy click for me. Also, screw Mike Boone. 
<laughs> I think I think didn't Jamie Eisenberg or maybe even me like advise you to start that week too in like a high oh, stakes I, fantasy final. I I feel like I would remember and like want to like blame you if that were the case. Like I think like the Mike Boone decision was mine and mine alone. I was like I couldn't wait to start Mike Boone. I felt like I was like a way ahead of the curve there with that decision to play Mike Boone over Prashad Perriman. It didn't work out. And uh, I ended up, and then Aaron Jones scored like three touchdowns in the first half. And I went against him and I lost. I think actually in like the, the radio.com sports league, shout out to RDC Sports, pour one out. Coming up next, we'll wrap up hour number two, talking uh, running back props <laughs> in the NFC South, Rashad White, Miles Sanders, and my guy, Bijan Robinson.